You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Dude, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see you, but before we get to our guests, and just real quick, you know, we start off with the Paint It Black by Rolling Stones every single time, right? That's yeah. our intro, right? I right. actually saw the Rolling Stones last night in LA, man. And it was Where? at the Rose Bowl, man. Oh. It was fucking amazing, dude. Like, it's cross generational, you know what I mean? So it's like there's people like in their 60s, 70s, and then all the way down to new fans, you know. I was that, just gonna say, what's the youngest people you saw there? Oh, there's definitely like some teen, people bringing their kids, so like maybe like nine, ten years old, <laughs> you, you know. What I mean? Okay, wait. People bringing their kids. Were there any like teenagers there, like on their own that they came without the, their mm. parents bringing them, or I don't know. So we kind of got there late. We had really good seats. Uh, actually, not seats. G A field, man. So you can be like down on the field. I mean, all the rich people had like the seats really close to the stage but you can be down on the field you know what i mean and it was really awesome man like rolling stones were my favorite groups definitely and how did they do they do all right amazing man i mean mick jagger i had to go see him this time because he was about to get he got heart surgery had to postpone the show you know what i mean so yeah um but but yeah man amazing they closed with uh uh satisfaction and uh um what was that one what's that one called for it uh, we were just listening. Dude, most Anyways. people would be retiring after a damn heart attack as a performer, but no, nah, Mick Jagger is like he's the man, dude. And I realized I was like all his dance moves, man. Like he influenced like Michael Jackson for sure. Like you know, what I mean, because he's before Michael Jackson. You know, That's you know. Right. So I don't know. It was real interesting, man. But um, amazing show. T- one of the top three concerts I've ever been to, man. So like seriously, I would say. Um, I don't know if you'll get another chance to check out Mick Jagger, actually. <laughs> you know I, mean? I wish I could have gone. I wish I could have gone, but, you know, I was busy being a dad. Definitely. Um, but, dude, like I said, I am stoked. Um, Me too. I am uh, a little um, little intimidated also. We have, uh, today we have Meg Zaney with us. Um, I Hi, say a little intimidating. Hi, what's happening? <laughs> I say a little intimidating because... Um, she's one of my favorite artists because of the pieces that she puts out in the street are very encouraging for women. Um, she's very talented, but she's also very pretty. So you can't really look at her too much when you're talking to her. I'm flattered? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Dude, thanks for coming all the way out here. We're in City of Industry at the office today, and, um... How long did it take you to get here? Like 30 minutes. It's not terrible. Where are you coming from? Downtown. What, why do you want to know where she lives, man? I mean... <laughs> There's right. all kinds of things I want to know. <laughs> but anyway, me, me too, man. You know what? I see your art online so much, but I actually know so little about you. So I'm really looking forward to kind of like just like hearing it from the source. You know, a lot of times people see little posts and like we all like... Um, just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. It's a lot of women art, you know what I mean? And uh, power, empowering women, like Teach said, right? But like I said, I like to hear from the source, just kind of like, hey, what inspires you and everything like that. So I'm going to let Teach ask most of the questions today, well, actually. I want to start with, uh, where are you from? Where did you grow up? L.A., born and raised. No shit. Yeah. Oh, so okay, spoiled. Okay. The wonderful weather and all the great things here i know i don't know what it's i don't know like shoveling snow i don't know what that means hey, you know <laughs> you know also now that i know she's from la that's why she's like ah oh, city of industry downtown la half hour no problem she gets it you know what i mean if you're if you're from here what you're part like, of la what part of la um so outskirts it's called laverne which people only oh. know it because of university of laverne um and yeah i mean i think it's it's really awesome that i was able to be raised outskirts because we were just close enough to like hit like you know the Roxy and the whiskey like every weekend and like my dad was always driving me and all my friends out there to all ages shows and like yeah I mean I grew up on the strip like sounds like you got a cool dad I did I grew up in West Covina basically so like it's it's pretty close to Laverne you know and actually I lived in San Dimas for a little bit too so that's even closer right so like I totally get it man it's like you work during the week in the suburbs, and then on the weekend, it's party time. And then Friday to Sunday, basically, you pretty much spend, uh, you know, the weekend in the scene that you want to be in, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what, did, uh, what did your dad do? 
He's construction. He owned his own business. Nice. Yeah. And enjoyed uh, good entertainment. Well, yeah. See, he'd drop us off, and then he'd go over to, like, Barney's Beanery and, like, have his own night. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just got and even then, cooler. Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. And then he'd come and pick us up and, like, would tell us all about, like, his night and, like, the people that he met and who he hung out with, met up with friends or whatever. And then mm. we'd tell him about our night. That's so cool, man. That's the way it should be. That's some that's some good dynamics right Are you going to do that for your kids, Teach, when uh, when your kids, like, reach the age that they can go down to the Sunset Strip, you know? Dude, if they'll have, <laughs> as close as my kids will have me to them, I will be. That's cool. You know yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. They, yeah, that's they fair. already are, like, you know, going, you know, can you, like, stay over there? No. <laughs> They're nine years Why? old. Why? But you're cool. you're cool, though. Like, you don't, you're not. You yeah, like, but in their, it's, a, it's a situational thing. You know what I mean? Like, if it's, you know, if my son is around one of his girlfriends or something like that. One you know, of his girlfriends. <laughs> I know. What's going I know. on? It's a problem. It's it's going to be a big problem. Um, then, yeah, if he's around one of his girlfriends, I need to, like, you know, kind of stay away or whatever. But yeah, if he's yeah, around yeah. some of his, his guy friends, you know, and, and then, yeah, he likes me to be around to do stuff to kind of impress them and be like, yeah, that's my dad, you know, and I'm going to be bigger and better than him when I get older, you know, honestly. <laughs> See, that, that's kind of cool. I mean, you know, you want to be one of the guys, right? Right. You know, yeah. you want to be one of the guys even with your kids, basically, like, once they, once they grow. You don't want your kids being like, oh, man, you're too old to hang out with us. You're not cool enough. I don't think you're going to have that problem, teach you, you I don't know? think so yeah, either, yeah. yeah. I have no idea. I'm prepared for the worst. I'm hoping for the best, but, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Make the best effort I can, you know. Definitely. So, so I mean, um, how did you guys meet? I mean, obviously, you know, in the scene, you know, yeah, you basically guys in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's the type of community where, especially if you're putting up uh, good, you know, solid, positive messages and staying consistent with it. Basically, there's a, a community here in LA that you'll eventually become a part of. It, I do have the best story though of when I first met Teach. We were um, on La Brea in Hollywood doing a box that Teach was giving permission. I think you were giving, yeah, Wordsmith permission to paint on the box, do a little mini takeover or whatever. And uh, there was a cop that gets out of the car, his car, stops it right there in, in the lane of traffic, gets out and is like, what are you guys doing standing around painting this box? And... Oh, we got paperwork, Teach says. <laughs> and so he just, the cop still wants to come over and continue to talk to us. And it's like 8.30 in the morning, and it's rush hour. And Teach was like, you know, you, you're starting to block traffic. You should probably get back in your car and let, let those oh, people get to Oh, I remember what it was. Work. I remember, okay, I remember why was I said that. Was it not that? that? Here's, here's what it was. There was a girl that was um, out there with us. And she started getting kind of, you know, conversational with the officers. Oh, that was which, the chick that had wine in her coffee cup, right? Yeah. 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 And <laughs> and one thing you don't want to get, you don't want to get too talky with the cops. I don't care what the the situation is, especially in one like that. So that, that's why uh, when the cop was starting to talk to her, I was like, you know what, um, dude, you should probably go ahead and move your car because, you know, there's like traffic going on and everything. And. And I guess because I'm just old enough, <laughs> Back you know, thing again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just old enough, old white man enough. And I said it nicely enough that he was, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, I should probably. Said, yeah, he just looks and, at teacher and is like nodding like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I, I should get out of here. But, but, you know, I mean, normally it's like it's it's I'm, I'm imagining it's you teach of uh, teach Meg and wordsmith together. It's not like a. Graffiti gang looking. I mean, well, normally, you, you normally know I mean? you don't. Normally, it's just one of us, or you know, maybe two with tops. You don't want to go with more than two draw people. Draw attention, really. right? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. draw attention, and then plus, if a cop pulls up and he's got more than two people to deal with, that puts them on guard, mm. and then they have to start taking procedures to deal with you know more people than just one or two people. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I, I, so just so the people know, um, like some physical characteristics of of what Meg Zaney deals with <laughs> that I don't have to worry about, and luckily a lot of uh, other big uh, guys don't have to worry about. Um, how tall are you? Five four. You're five four, and and what do you weigh? What are you about? Like, like you don't like, ask a lady that. <laughs> Dude, this is different. <laughs> like 
110. Look. 110. I can curl that like so easily. Okay. So, okay. My point is this poor girl goes out in some of the, some, you know, gnarly areas. Mm, in LA. I mean, in LA. LA. Yeah, exactly. And, and I can just tell you that if I was five, four, a buck 10, I'm not doing that by myself. You're a brave girl. <laughs> yeah. Or stupid. I don't really know. Well, no, I know that I know that most of the time you have a lookout, you've got some kind of security and everything, but there's been some times where I don't, yeah. Don't do that. Oh you my like God. pepper spray or a knife? Or? I'm my my finally thing yeah. is kicking oh, in. I'm looking like, at her like, like my like daughter, that. you know what I mean? I'm just imagining yeah. my daughter going out and doing this and I would lose my mind. Well, at know? least she cares a knife, you know what I mean? No, seriously, because I feel like you need some form of protection. There's the homeless problem in LA right now is so crazy, you know what I mean? And that's my biggest fear is not someone that's like a turf battle, but some homeless person that's yeah. like, yeah. What are you no. doing? and just tackles me. Like I mean that's that's you want to talk about the homeless? Since you're from LA, you know, let's talk about like the homeless problem for a little while. Um, you know, I DJ. I go to like raves. I DJ raves. And Dude, I've like, noticed a difference just in the last few months. Yeah, have yeah. Fifteen percent. It's on the rise. Fifteen percent oh from God. last year. Yeah. When I was in Pasadena yesterday. There was just a bunch of homeless people. I used to live in Pasadena, and there's Which not Pasadena is like that's you don't if you're homeless you don't go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right now there's homeless people like uh, in Pasadena, on, like north of the 210 though, north of the 210, but still it's still in Pasadena, you know, kind of Altadena area. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, it's just like I used to. I, one time I turned the wrong corner after one of these parties, and literally it's like tent city, and you can't. It's like you can't imagine this is America. You, you, you know, I mean, you can't imagine like this is. This is like, uh, or that just down the street is a, is a five million dollar house. Yeah, you know yeah. that someone lives, and the only people <clears throat> they ever see are people that work for them. So, so this is what I heard is the problem. Okay, so like, let's just say you have an apartment in LA. Um, it's about like two thousand a month for I don't know one one bedroom, two bedroom, something like that. If you're kind of on the outskirts, right? And apparently, if you get homeless, then you get evicted. Basically, a, a motel room is around like seventy nine bucks. A night, or they charge you like four hundred thirty-five a week. But if you look at that, that's pretty much already two thousand dollars just to like live at the motel, and then you get stuck in that cycle of that you're just living at the motel because you're ma- making ends meet, you know. So yeah, apparently, any little thing that happens, is just you're 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 done. I, I mean, an injury, uh, a wreck, uh, you know, an accident, anything like that, and you're done. Yeah, this guy, he was saying that he's a tow truck driver. And he has five children. I heard him on the radio, basically. And he was just saying he's stuck in this uh, continuous cycle. It's like he can't really save anything to get out of this cycle of living in, you know, motels and uh, things like that. Because at the end of the day, if you've been evicted, it's really hard to get another apartment, too. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm uh, doing voiceover for this show called Whiteboard Challenge. And they featured one of these uh, engineers who was homeless. And mm-hmm. you're like, wait you make over six figures how can you be homeless but he was living in san francisco had lost his place and there you can't get a spot for less than three grand like and that's like no air conditioning like a kitchenette Uh, like he was living out of his car yeah it's crazy i mean and i mean i don't don't really know what the solution is man but there's definitely a major problem part of the problem though is it's a combination of people who want to get off the street who are trying and are just getting you know bad luck and bad shit happening to them but there's also a bunch of them that don't give a shit they just they want to be there you know they actually have to like they clean out all those tents in the morning sometime and then they're all back there but again (laughs) like at night so i mean they're putting in this work to like set up camp every single day i don't know where they're doing that some of the places i know of they're just they haven't even they're not even doing that anymore they're just leaving them yeah yeah i heard you know apparently they're saying that uh this is going to be a major health crisis because like of course you know the plague is this kind of shit comes from i always say that like that's how the zombie apocalypse happens is (laughs) skid row there's some sort of an outbreak Mm. and then there you go we're all we're all Mm -hmm. goners and i'm the first one because i live downtown (laughs) and you're this little bitty thing that (laughs) well let me ask you how do you like living down i've always like kind of thought about you know growing up in la you always go to downtown right and then but now it's kind of like a pop-in place you you know there's kind of some cool areas there's nice restaurants bars clubs yeah how's it like living there i mean it's a stone's throw away from skid row yeah i mean i moved there in 2012 and it i joked it was there was two and a half bars 
the half was the one that just you just never win, obviously. <laughs> and then like yeah, and even my dad was just like, "What are you doing? Why are you moving down there?" I'm like, "I don't know, cause it's cool. It's gonna be awesome. Like it's already like starting to yeah. be so much cleaner than what it once was." Yeah. And he did, and he came and like essentially helped me like move a bunch of stuff in there, and was like, "Okay, yeah, this is this is cool. Still not great, but cool." And um, just seeing it from 2012 to now, like, I mean, I remember we didn't have a Target, and, like, getting the Target in the city, like, was amazing. And then Whole Foods, there was a oh, clown at Whole Foods. I when, Whole Foods <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When, they, when they did the opening, it was, like, it was batshit crazy. I mean, there was, like, a clown, and the, it was just, like, people were, it was a party. Um, but yeah, it's totally. Is it kind of being gentrified? You would say that basically. It absolutely is. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, there's some some areas like downtown. Now I heard like Boyle Heights is like the new like upcoming spot. I'm like, dude, people get stabbed in Boyle Heights like all the time. (laughs) Shot just about a week and a half ago. Someone got shot. I, I have a I have a music studio I jammed there with some people. I'm like, sometimes you come out of there real late. I'm like, dude, it's so sketchy right here. It's like not even dude. funny. You don't want to be carrying like any expensive equipment because someone will, someone just like, you know, what rob, bike? rob you for a lot. What bike? <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. So I was I was out walking my dog in the morning, um, a what couple of days ago, a Shiba Inu, mm, um, okay. and there was this guy. I mean, in front of a super nice building and there was these three guys one was sitting on his crack pipe smoking another guy fixing a bike and then another guy counting wads of money that he had in his pocket and then there was a fourth guy standing there watching the guy fixing the bike and I'm like this is weird, but it's way too early to stop and ask questions, so I'm just going to mind my business. So the guy that was counting money actually w- starts like walking with me, and he's like, hey, ma'am, hey, ma'am. And I'm like, I'm not a ma'am, but that's cool. He's like, listen to this shit. This guy stole this nigga's bike, and now this nigga found the guy that stole the bike and is now paying him to fix his bike. Oh, my God. I'm like... The hustle is real, dude. <laughs> wow. I don't know what to say to that. And then we, I just kept walking, and he went back to his deal, and it was just like, cool. Man, so, I mean, you're, you're really not afraid out there? I mean, do dude, you, do you, you like spider that sense, situation you know I mean? the wrong way, you're getting fucked up. No, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, like, I'm saying, like, you're really gorgeous, seriously. And a lot of, like, homeless people, obviously, they see that, too. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, they're kind of unstable people man yeah. not know? only are you a small girl you got another target being you know pretty and you got uh exactly. very uh bright hair as well as well i which is another reason i have a dog oh, okay. um, he's protection i'm sorry can you explain what the type of dog that is he's a shiba inu yeah he's like he's they're a, like the cats of dogs I yeah <laughs> he's a japanese hunting dog 2000 years old he's the first derivative of a wolf so oh, wow. he's crazy. Awesome. Um, yeah, I heard they're kind of brats, right? But oh, he's such a brat. <laughs> like he is such. Yeah. No, he's too smart for his own good. But pe- but the homeless people are kind of afraid of him because he's a decent size. He's, he's decent. Sh- yeah, yeah Shiba, he's actually okay. maxed out for a Shiba. He's like thirty five pounds. Oh, okay. Probably, okay. So on okay. The bigger okay. Side. Yeah. Um, but that will definitely help you with street people. A scary looking dog. They're like, okay, fuck that. Yeah. No, people don't. That's wanna, true. When you go to the ATM in LA, if you live in a bad area you definitely want to bring a dog dude <laughs> like, or just don't go to the atm in a bad area that, that's true that's, <laughs> that's true, true. That, that's true it's but some people have no choice i guess right? <laughs> it's better than having a concealed weapon that's true I mean? that's it's true. better than having maze it's better than any of that shit a dog yeah oh yeah like i've noticed the difference when i used to walk without a dog versus walking with a dog oh hands down man it's crazy i mean Seriously, I think I feel like she's more brave than me, man. Like, she's more brave than both of us put together. Okay, <laughs> let me just tell you that because, like I said, if I was her size uh, and, and as a woman, I wouldn't be doing what she does. Definitely, no, and you know what? And if I had fucking kids like I do, I wouldn't be going anywhere but sitting at home and, you know, whatever. But good yeah, grief, no, man. I mean, but that's a great segue though. In, in talking about empowering women, or you know, women that are kind of like um, a little bit out of the norm in terms of like prime examples of like how 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 would you describe like kind of your I think messages she pretty much appeals to all women 
Yeah, know? definitely. But I feel like but in, you know, a, in, a, in a way yeah, like, that uh, you know, coming off the streets and with some of her her, uh, her logos and everything, it's it's slightly different than you know than before. Sure. Um, well, she has like the Amelia Earhart stencil, right? And then you have can can you go over some of your pieces that kind of like or some of your messages that um, you want to portray during, for your pieces? Yeah, I mean. I would like to say that I try to appeal to a lot of people. Um, I do have a piece. Um, it's the Rocketeer, a version of the Rocketeer. Mm, I remember um, that. Mm-hmm. Save your own damn self. Mm-hmm. And that actually appeals to a lot more men oh, than yeah. women. <laughs> <laughs> well, of like, course. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, but, <clears throat> yeah, so, um, and then, you know, also mixing it up and pairing strawberry shortcake with things like, um, why should my berries cost less than his? Um, uh, feminism is a club for boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, courageous or gender is always something that I don't think is, I don't want to say is never going away. Hopefully it goes away, but it's it definitely um, feels, feels my fire all the time where I'm like, well, how do you feel like you're in an industry dominated by a lot of male? I mean, there are a lot of female artists. Don't get me wrong; we've had a, we had a few on this podcast already too. But I'm just not saying, near as many guys. Though. Not exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. You, you know, it's like the ratio It's like a boys' club in, in a sense a lot of times. And even if it's like, hey, you want to be a chick in this club, you kind of have to be a tough chick too. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least that's how I foresee oh, yeah. you see it in the scene. Yeah. You know, uh, would you, yeah. So that's absolutely. I have, I have a story. I'm not going to mention any names, but just gives you an idea a um, couple of female artists uh, one's a little bit newer to the game um, of getting up in the streets and um, I think I one of the symbols about. that uh, she does is a little similar to uh, another artist mm. and that artist actually invited her out one evening to you know go do some painting and stuff mm. and it was basically repairing some of her pieces and so basically that girl was just helping this other girl repair some of her pieces and then in the night she has this conversation with her about how she thinks she should probably you know stay away from that one image that she's using mm, i see well i mean it's like dude you talk about gangster <laughs> fucking moves and shit <laughs> Yeah, it's like, okay, wait a second. Nice I just friendly. helped you. Just kidding. I just helped you fix some of your pieces, and all of this was just so that you could tell me that you think I should change the image that I'm putting out on the street. I mean, there's a lot of like redundancy sometimes in the scene, man. Like, and it doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, one person does one image and then you know another. And person, it's dead. And yeah, it's no. dead. Yeah. And th- that's the thing. Like, there is no original ideas. Anymore. I agree. Like, I agree. Come on, how long have we been creating? Like something's gonna be duplicated. Exactly. And, you, <laughs> and if just, you do it better than the person who did it before you, then you kind of win. But yeah, not, you know what? Guess like what? Free, this is this is fucking graffiti and street art. There really shouldn't be any rules. You know what I mean? But when it comes to rules, that should not be one of them. My but, God. But there are rules. No, I you know, and I and and I you know I, I adhere like to rules... them. Um, but you know, when it comes to something like that, that's just ridiculous. The rules kind of, I feel like, evolved. They, they kind of change. When, I, when we first started the whole L.A. Street Gallery scene, people were just like, graffiti, street art, walk separate ways. You yeah. know what I mean? We always say, like, nowadays they're, very, they're more uh, cordial to each other because the styles have kind of blended, you know. And a lot well, of the- there's also been an exchange of, of information and, and communication yep. and helping the street artists understand to not go over their shit and just stay away from them. Definitely. That definitely. has helped a lot. I mean, I try to tell every time I meet a new street artist or whatever, I always tell them, look, you know, if you're going to get up in this town, stay away from the throwies, the the burners, the original pieces. Stay away. But that's huge in L.A. Like when I travel to even New York um, or even like going to Paris or something like there's still a massive rival between like graph writers and street mm, artists like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, still because right. there's still people don't give a fuck where they're like wait you care about going over that graph i'm like hell yeah i don't i'm not trying to step on anyone's toes like i'm not getting over anyone you know what i saw i saw this guy i saw this really cool like kind of viral video the other day on instagram it was like at all this graffiti and you know how like some a lot of street artists have kind of um, done this but they draw it like they're pulling a curtain over uh 
like they draw a person and they're kind of like pulling a curtain over the street artist uh, over oh, the right, graffiti right, right, you know right. what i mean and this guy was just going over all the all this all these throwies and i was like Dude, I really hope like that guy like knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. I'm like that guy's about get, to be dead. And, like, you, yeah, <laughs> wow. No, uh, like, serious physical, um, yeah, problems and possible, you know, expulsion from the city for doing something like that. But in yeah, this you're, town. You're right though. I, I I imagine like you know people in uh, Europe, especially, they're more purists a lot of times. You know, how was doing? You know, I've never. Uh, really, really explore. I, I'm kind of waiting to really do a long trip to France. You know, I mean, I've been to Paris, but I haven't really like checked out the scene. I mean, was it? I always see it's so much more intricate, like the uh, a lot of the stenciling and stuff like that. Is that? I mean, how do you compare it to LA, the scene? Um, well, I don't want to say it doesn't compare. It's definitely different. I, I think the thing I love about it. Um, they're actually not that quick to buff the street. So even mm. the ride from the airport to like Paris, all the freeways are all lined with a bunch of graph. And mm, you're just nice. like, yep. they're not buffing this. And then it's cool too, because they'll like, graph writers will figure out how to go above the buff line too. So they're all stacked on top of each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just <laughs> sick. Like, yeah. I just love it. I was even thinking oh. about um, my train ride from um, Brussels back to the airport. And it's just, it's just all covered. It's just, it's, hmm. it's, my favorite part of traveling definitely is checking out all the graph. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had any problems with uh, law enforcement in other countries? No, knock on wood. Woo! Knock yeah. on wood. Okay, <laughs> what about uh, here in L.A. or the States? No, I've never really had any run-ins. I feel like she'd get away with it, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cops. If it's a guy, no, most definitely. No, I have the worst luck for getting out of tickets. I mean, get, okay, that, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I get pulled over, it's guaranteed I'm really? getting a ticket. Oh, I've never gotten out of a ticket. <sighs> That's surprising, no, I, I can, I can see that. I yeah. understand. Yeah, because she's the level of pretty that, that people just get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, you know, she doesn't I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. You're going to take it. I know I would never be with you, okay? Like, some women, like, they're hot. Like, they're not quite that hot until the officer thinks, oh, there, there's a chance here. You know what I mean? So they let them off. They look at her like, no. No, I it's definitely it's like, not going to happen, so fuck you, you're getting a the ticket. They pull me over and they're like, oh, how many tickets have you already gotten out of? Oh, gee, like, that's what I, I mean. I always feel that that's what it is. So they're sticking it to me, or they're like, nope, <laughs> you're not getting out of another damn ticket. But also, I, I feel like you're not the type that would pull, you have to kind of pull the Pris card in order to like get out of the ticket. You know, maybe like you fake a cry or something like that. You oh, I'm terrible you, at that. I've, yeah, I did like that, that once. Person. My, actually though, <laughs> my, uh, my boyfriend's mom had just like gotten re-diagnosed with cancer and I was late to work and it was like this whole terrible thing and I was going like 60 and a 35 and I'm like, but off. And I like started to like really try. I'm like, I'm going to try that's this. Legitimate. That's, <laughs> try that's this. a legitimate situation. It didn't work. No? It didn't work. <laughs> oh, he didn't give a shit? Oh no, he didn't care. Didn't care at all. That cop was probably gay. Did he at least? <laughs> did, okay, no. Okay, so here's here's my question. Okay, because here's the thing. You know what? You never know what someone's going through. Did yeah. he at least show some kind of compassion? It didn't care. Had fucking asshole. Had, it just zero. You know what, cop? They pull it over. Fuck you. You're a fucking <laughs> asshole. Okay. You know what? You need to give her a ticket. That's one thing. I understand that. But you know, if someone's sobbing, you don't know what the fuck they're going through. If they just told you and you're still being an asshole, fuck you. Hey, speaking Sorry. of tickets, <laughs> no, that's a good rant. That's a good rant. Speaking of tickets, man, you know what? So I hired, uh, you know, I got this ticket for this art show we try to throw, right? Wait, you got a ticket? No, I actually got a misdemeanor. Whoa! <laughs> not for not, for not having it, basically. Down, but they gave you a ticket. <laughs> I was shitting. Yeah, and, and the they're crazy... trying to cart them off. Yeah, they're it's... trying to cart them off, and I followed them. They're like, yeah, "We don't need to talk to you." I'm like, "Yeah, you don't need to talk to me, but I'm going to come along with you to listen to what you're saying to my that's buddy." Bullshit. Well, yeah. the thing is, like, you know, so. Um, it's a long story, but bottom line, we actually canceled the event, and we were actually recording the podcast here that day, and there was a bunch of people painting the walls, because if we're going to have an art show, we're going to have music, I'm going to be DJing, there's going to be food, you know what I mean? Cancel all that. I actually went to the police station and said, hey, we're not going to have the event anymore. Canceled they, the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they still... Uh, they still basically sent the cops, and but you know what? Like I said, I hired... Didn't you Didn't you send the lady the... the thing that's showing her look okay i've i'm not having the thing i've here's the you know i canceled the dumpster and everything yeah you? yeah yeah it, what the it, fuck i know man it, <laughs> bottom line is you know what the city municipal if you want to deal with these people it's always a tough thing unless you have a relationship with them you know but i hired a lawyer and uh like i said it's not even about 
the uh, you know the ticket. It's about the principle of things. You know, what I mean, I read an office here. It's like we should be able to <laughs> have an art Dude, show okay. in our own facility. Every Saturday, yeah. I was telling Meg earlier. Every Saturday, they're having a damn modeling show in there. Yep. The parking lot is full. Yep. And it's full in there. What the fuck? I don't know, man. But we're gonna get to the bottom of this, dude. Mark Gallagher, attorney at law <laughs> from Fullerton. Oh, I, yeah. I, I hired this guy. You know what's what, up, what, Mark? You know what's cool? He's a fucking DJ too, dude. Oh, right. <laughs> so nice. we we're, were so just he talking. Feels your pain. Yeah, we were just talking, and then I, I, he, I was just like talking about you know his career history. You know, if I'm gonna hire a guy, I need to like get to know him, right? And then. He was like, yeah, I used to be a DJ. I was like, stop right there. Holy shit. Okay, you're, you're my, my guy. <laughs> I was like, you understand you. exactly what I'm what I'm dealing with right now. You know what I mean? But hopefully, you know, like I said, even if they pull up, hey, are you, can you be a witness for me, dude? <laughs> yeah, go to dude, court I already told day. you I would. <laughs> so we're going to subpoena you and everything like that, okay? Totally cool with that. <laughs> Not the first time I've been dancing in court. But then, that's so cool, man. You haven't dealt with uh, the police too often. I've dealt with them way too often. For She's some... too small for them to see. She's only like 5'4". <laughs> she just disappears. She just bends over and boom, she's gone. Hey, you know what? So I heard that you live at the Arsenic House. Is that true? Or I, did, you, did you used to? I don't live there. I'm the artist in residence. Oh, okay, okay. You're the resident artist. Just like Teach at Well, we don't really have a... This is our house, I guess. You know what I mean? But uh, cool. Okay. How is it there? That seems like the new Playboy Mansion. Can I like, come hang out? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what? You guys Are you can serious? Ha- you, anyone, yeah, you can totally come hang out anytime. I promise I'm not going to be like some old freak, okay? Like, I'm I'm very beha- well behaved. <laughs> yeah, until you see boobs walking and you're like, Hugh. Wait, what are we I'll talking make sure about? I prepare myself, okay? Well, I've been to a few of these. But I still get caught. I mean, like, yesterday <laughs> I was, like, on the phone. And, you know, you meet the models as they come in most of the time. And, like, I never am like, I'm going to see you topless later. But it's just really weird because then when it happens, you're like, oh, hey. They're pretty used to it, too, right? You know what I mean? Like. I you know, know what though? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, <laughs> not you. I'm saying th- that's the bottom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying I've been to. Okay, one time uh, we were doing a photo shoot and I was DJing this party and it was one of these houses that they have like these models and then I'm just saying like, all of a sudden I'm just like, oh, I was like, crap, dude. Okay, they're starting and every. To me, it's just like. But I imagine if you're like around that environment all the time. It might just seem like a little bit normal. I don't know. Maybe to not. be topless. To yeah. be topless. That, that was, I was just trying to make that, that <laughs> point. Is. That um, it would take me a moment or two. Maybe a quick visit to the bathroom. But then I would be like, so cool. I'm it would shaking be, my head. I, <laughs> <laughs> face palm. Um, it was, uh, yeah. Um, so what goes on there? Is it kind of like, you know, like. Just photos? Do people actually fly in and stay there, or like, how does that work? So usually? no, there's only one person that stays and lives at the house, and that's the one of the co-founders, the groundskeeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no. think he should I'm, move out because I want to like I want to throw parties there. I mean, not that he's like we can't have any parties, but he's also kind of like he. We, yeah, yeah. So the it's a, um, a male and a female. They're both co-founders. The the original basically founder founder with the idea was uh as a female amanda mcauliffe and she wanted to have a safe space for women to shoot she just saw so mm. much like that a guy should not be part of the well, so so then she um, wanted to host some photo shoots, and Billy is a former CAA agent and had this killer pad and was like, hey, can we come do a photo shoot at your house? And he was like, yeah, for sure. And so that sort of, like, spiraled into this whole thing of, like, what she saw and then asked him to, like, join her in this whole movement that she was creating and like really they've had such a beautiful partnership throughout this whole thing because sure. you know they they really balance each other out um what's his title do they have titles oh i don't i don't know they're really like it's still like scrappy like they operate very bare bones i think I there's see. like five of them um someone that like keep it simple yeah, for sure. I mean, they could definitely use more help, but, you know, I mean, they're really, they're killing it. I mean, they've got, like, the music side down. They've got the modeling side down. I hold down part of the art side. Awesome. Um, I'd like to do more, but I don't have that much So what's their, what's their, like, okay, like you said, they have the music. I perk my ears up. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, what, what, are they, what are they doing there? Just curious, like, in terms of, like, are they just throwing parties with, like, the models when they're... 
when they kind of like uh yeah. what type of music yeah what type of music are they like uh all, all type of music um really they, they we just did uh like two weeks ago it's called audio sessions mm. we had three or four people there so some guy um on an acoustic guitar then we had someone oh, uh on tables and then and it was just kind of like a mashup of the night in terms of performance uh and performers and um sounds really cool it yeah. is and it's in this backyard it's just it sounds like it sounds it's stunning it's, i totally thought it was like like this playboy blotto in the grotto kind of like you know scene but it actually seems like you know there's other stuff going on they're like artists and uh stuff like that there is cool, yeah. yeah and then it's just it's rad because everyone that gets invited is obviously changing the game in some shape and so when you are there it's not like people get all starstruck when they see you know someone that's sure. like I don't know, famous or whatever. Can't like, guarantee that if we invite, if you invite us, we won't be starstruck. There. <laughs> don't oh, invite dude, us. I, <laughs> I don't get starstruck. I only get starstruck at like odd, like weird. Oh uh, wait, I saw fucking Aaron Paul yesterday at the Rolling Stones concert. I was, I have no photo did proof. You go, Yo, bitch! <laughs> so everybody was asking me. I was like, you know what? I, I love that guy's acting so much that it didn't even cross my mind. But later I was like, man, it should sup, bitch. Missed you know? opportunity. <laughs> exactly. You know, it was so fast because walking down. Sorry, and, I don't know who are you. Know? <laughs> Aaron Paul, have you watched uh, Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Breaking Bad. I, I just haven't Pinkman. watched it. I just. Oh, no, he's the, uh, he's not the old guy. He's the he's young guy. Okay, <laughs> The old guy's Brian Cranston. In terms right? that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, I ran on that guy, which means nothing. To no, it does. That's that's. It's no, but a you know very, what? Uh, very well respected uh, show, and the dude's a great actor. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't normally like care if I meet celebrities, but I enjoyed that show so much. I was like, dude, you're the fucking shit, man. I was like, hell yeah. Dude. How was he? Was he cool? I mean, it was just in passing, but he seemed like everybody was coming up to him, and you know, he seemed like he was used to it, and just like it was, he was really cool though. I, but well, you know, sometimes it only takes a moment to, to be able to tell someone that. That's ass. true. That's you true. Know I mean? You know what? Have you? I had another celebrity. Let's talk about celebrities, celebrity meetings since we're you know in LA for a little bit. I'm always like uh, traveling a lot. One time, I ran into uh, Anthony Anderson from Blackish. You know. Um, He's, do you know what I'm talking no. about? No, I don't, I don't know that one. You know, it's, okay. Good, I don't feel so Sorry. bad. Not the old man out here. <laughs> Anyways, he was super cool. He was just like taking taking pictures of, with like all the fans and stuff like that. And there was this uh, heavy set uh, sister, a black girl that <laughs> that came up to him, wanted to take a picture, and he was like, "Damn, you look like you eat all the chips." <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was wow. cracking up. There. Unexpected. <laughs> I think the only time I ever got starstruck, I worked at Disneyland in the Haunted Mansion and really? Hugh Hefner came into the mansion and I was just I lost it simply for the fact of like was he wearing his I'm like he <laughs> was in our mansion he was in our, like I mean like how what a cool like what was he switch wearing? right wait hold on like, well, was he wearing his like red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally his red <laughs> uniform. Robe, his, That's his, what makes a difference, his right there. and jams. Yeah, if he's got on like the the typical outfit, that will, for some reason, that just that brings the whole effect in even more. Yeah, I yeah. Wanna, wait, I want to know about the haunted mansion at Disney. Were you a cast member? I was a cast member. Oh, okay, okay. See, if you grow up in LA or in LAOC area, like you're definitely gonna have some friends that either work at Disney or Knotts or you know one of the theme parks, and then you know at Disney, I always. I always, I know, I had some friends, and they told me that all the uh, the suit people are actually, like, little, like, smaller, petite women because they fit inside the suits a little bit better, yeah. right? Is that, so how was it working at that haunted mansion? Oh, I mean, it was so much fun. I had jet black hair, and, like, I would just scare the hell out of people. Wait, you're one of the people, like... Getting people on the ride. Oh, But, like, okay. sometimes I would just stand there, and they wouldn't be expecting someone standing there, and then I'd kind of move, and they were like, what? <laughs> It was, it was like, it was great. Was that? I mean, was that? Is that a fun job though? Working at Disney? Yeah. 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 I mean, do it's people not like, really a job. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you just push a button, make ride go. It's not that big of a deal. It's just really like. Smile. Do people? I like, didn't smile actually because I worked in the haunted mansion. <laughs> right, right. So like, I'm, sorry, I'm not right, really. So. I wasn't forced. I also drove the rafts to Tom Sawyer's Island, which is not on a track. I fucked up a lot of shit. <laughs> like, Wait, what? I don't know how I even got. Wait, signed is that the off Jungle Cruise that. kind of thing? No, no it's a different. Oh, no. 
So I don't know if you know, like when you're walking to the Haunted Mansion, you see that big old river. Yeah. So then there's these little rafts that you take people onto the island that's on the inside of that mm -hmm, river mm -hmm, part. Mm -hmm. It's a lesser known ride. Um, but yeah, so it's not <laughs> on a track. And so the crazy thing is I'm short and you're driving the boat from the back of the, oh, you know. Oh, God. And so it's just a bunch of people that are standing and I really have to sort of drive by like mile markers. I'm like, okay, oh once I hit God. this tree, like then that's when I start my turn and I come in and then I like, start slowing down and there's like this whole like routine about, that okay, I so have So about to how to. big is this thing that you're driving? I think it can probably fit like, I don't know, 20, 30 people on there standing room only it's kind of packed in there but yeah there was a couple of times where i'd come in you don't know if you're if you've never actually uh driven something on water uh then you have no idea what what it's like it's okay? slippery like it's, it's like you gotta do things way ahead of time yeah and especially like depending on how many people in your your boat and everything that like, changes things yeah i'd come in like too hard or too fast and just slam into that deck people just <laughs> <laughs> all over the place like and people were mad sometimes did you know anybody who dressed up in the suits just curious like, Dude, do they I'll, keep you guys separated? I'm I'm people I think my most favorite memory is when I walked in there. It was, like, the very first time being backstage. And I saw Belle bent over when the Beast was, like, motion, <laughs> like humping her from behind. And I was just like, this is exactly where I want to be. This is this is the best place ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, Disney? They're so crazy about that. that You never even see anybody take out the trash. Uh, I'm just saying, they're like... You know, I mean, they're very, like, secretive about, like, giving you the best experience ever. I don't All know. Right. I've had a lot of friends. I'm personally, like, I grew up more of, like, a Warner Brothers kind of person. But I have a lot of friends that are, like, Disney, like, fanatics. And they tell me all this kind of, like, have you heard of Club Thir Club 33? <laughs> have you heard of Club 33? Have I? Yeah. No, just Cult 33. In yeah, Cult Las 33. Vegas. Yeah, but they got it from uh, Club 33, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, because that's been around for like sixty years or whatever. I'll let I'll let Meg explain what Club Thirty Three is basically. Yeah, so it's this like secret club, not so secret, but you well, can't. Doesn't know about I know, I guess it's so. It's very secret then. Um, so I'm you, in the know of everything. I, you just you. It's like Walt hosted a bunch of like dinners and stuff there, and then it sort of like turned into this club and like. There's reservations, and in order to get on the list, you have to be like a legacy of. Some sort. Yeah, you can't really buy your way in there. Oh, I'm sorry, Walt Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like they—he actually. So there's like a you know old school like elevator that goes up, and you have like a nice little buffet in like the New Orleans. I went there one time. Where is it? Like, where? Like, what part of the? It's on the park in the park. It's kind of like New Orleans Mansion, right? Yeah, yeah, New Orleans Square, right there. Never heard of this. Now you got. Don't let your kids listen to this. <gasps> Have you taken your kids to Disneyland? Is that something that the kids like to do these days anymore? Dude, I... I, I don't know. A, I'm just curious. Uh, I got a funny story about Disneyland. Okay, let's okay. hear it. So it, it was just my son and I. Um, he was invited to go to a birthday party in Disneyland. This girl, um, let's see, at the time it was two years ago. He was like six years old, I think. Five or six years old, okay? And... <laughs> Just a, a quick thing. If you're ever thinking about having your your kid invite some friends and going to Disneyland as a party, don't do it. Okay? Um, this was just, it was ridiculous. So, first of all, just to get you to understand what my son had been through before this, he had just played a baseball game. Okay? So, he was out in the sun for about an hour and a half. Um, no, I'm sorry, about an hour or so. Um, and so, then we drove from the baseball game down to Disneyland. And that took about an hour and 45 minutes, traffic and everything. Mm. Cool. He's handling, you know. We get down there, and we find the people. And they wait. we end up waiting at this one area for, like, another 45 minutes waiting for everyone to get there. And then we go over to the entrance, and we waited there about another half hour for someone <laughs> else to get there. And then we finally went in. Okay, and then as we're going in, we're walking by this little gun shooting um, game thing or whatever, mm -hmm. and my son's like, Dad, can we go do that? Can we go do that? 
you know, and I'm like, uh, no, no, we're good. We're, you know, we're with the group right now, son, you know, um, you can do that, you know, some other time or whatever, you yeah. know? And so then we're going over, we're toward the riot. He sees another, dad, can I go do that? Can I go do that? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, son, you gotta go I see what you mean by the do what this girl wants to do, I guess. We're what going over to this do? ride over here. Okay. So we're going over this ride and it's Pirates of the Caribbean or some shit like that. Right. And we're standing in line. We're there about eight minutes or so. And my son goes, Daddy, I don't want to get wet. <laughs> well, that's what this right. You're not going to get that wet. So I said, I don't want to get wet. I don't want to get wet. You know, I'm like <laughs> looking at how long the line is, you know, and like going, oh, my God. I'm a, OK. I'm not going to be an asshole. My son's sitting here telling me he doesn't want to get wet. I'm going to sit here for another possibly 45 minutes waiting in line while he continues. Because if he gets set on something, forget about it. Mm. fucking forget about it right he has some sensory processing yeah he's my son's got yeah. sensory processing disorder it's um not uh, terribly acute but it's enough to be a challenge for us you know most mm -hmm. days um so i was like okay well then you don't have to go on the ride son um you know and I, everyone else is like standing around you know waiting like cattle um <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of waiting going on. And so yeah. like, well, um, we'll uh, we'll meet up with you on the on the next ride. You know, someone else went over to this other ride to, to get in line so they can get fast passes or something like that. They had a whole strategy set up for you know trying to make it as least amount of waiting as possible, sure. but you're still just waiting fucking forever. And so, <laughs> um, I go with my son, and we're starving it by that time. And so, and there's just it was Earth Day. It was fucking Earth Day. <laughs> That's right. There are all these fucking groups of people, like a couple dozen over here, 80 or something over there, 20 or something over here, 120 different colored shirts. Each group had a different color fucking shirts. I'd be and afraid to lose my kid. If, you know what I mean? There's so many little, like... Oh, no, dude. I'm not letting him out of my sight, like, within, like, five feet of him. You know what I mean? Like, I got a hold of him. But my, my point is, like, when I saw all these people, it was in the dining area. And so everywhere we're trying to get something to eat is a line just... You know, for an hour or whatever. <laughs> the only place that did not have a huge line was was fried chicken and French fries and some other fried thing. And that was all they served. And the restroom. And, and a restroom right there. <laughs> and, well, no, the restroom was like a, a community thing. There's like all these rest, uh, restaurants around this one area. And so we got that. And we're sitting there eating. It just tastes like crap. And They have good corn dogs, though, right? And I the churros are legit. <laughs> we should have gotten that. But um, so then after we finished that, um, I, uh, I'm like, OK, son, um, you, you know, what do you want to do? Um, and I called. The, that's right. I called the guy to find out where they were, to find out where the group was. OK. And in the meantime, uh, we were uh, we were close to that shooting game thing. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah. you know what, son, let's go. Let's go play the shooting. Yeah. All right. Cool. Woo yeah. So I go over there and it's 50 cents to play. So I give him 50 cents and he plays once, you know, and I'm waiting on the call back from this guy and. You give him another 50 cents, he plays again, you know, and then he's like, okay, let's, and I'm like, um, well, uh, what do you want to do, son? He said, dad, I'm getting a headache. I'm like, do you want to go home? Yeah. <laughs> so we went so home. He played the shooting game at Disneyland and ate fried chicken. We spent and $1 at the shooting game. <laughs> we spent $12 at the fucking fried shack, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were out of there. <laughs> I was just there on Monday, last Monday. Are, are you a season pass holder? No, okay. But it is my favorite place on the planet. Mm, like, okay. no, it's it's great. It's and great. We just happen to pick probably the worst possible day. And like I said, you know, like don't don't make your kid, if, especially if it's like their first time going to Disney World. Yeah, or something, no, or that's Disneyland, true. You know, let them be with you so they can. I want to go do that. Yes, let's go do that. Not <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we got to go see what. What little Janie wants to do. Hey, you could have played uh, a shooting game and ate fried chicken at Shakey's Pizza. No, it's <laughs> totally true. Exactly. Like but I, I was yeah. telling my friend that when, like, if I had kids and I took them to Disneyland, my talk going in to the park with them would be like, okay, this is my day. This is your day. Don't mess up my this trip This is what we're going to Disneyland. do. You're going to have a blessed time. Stick with me. I promise, but no crying. <laughs> like, so, let's, so what, what's your favorite ride at Disneyland? Obviously, it inspires you quite a bit, and you know a lot of artists are very inspired by Disney and the, you know 
all their animation and stuff like that, right? What do you like at Disneyland? What do you? What's your like go-to place when you? Do you have a ride that you go to all the time, or? I I mean I definitely have like a like strategic. <laughs> she has a route planned. Out. I do. <laughs> She's like, you, you got to hit Space Mountain at That's exactly like 11 that, o'clock because then you get the fast pass and then you don't have to wait. In line. It is. No, there really is like a full game plan of like when you get fast passes. Oh, and I like it. It's I a, mean, it's you a really, full thing. If you, I feel like if you don't have a season pass, I mean, and you just try to go in one day, you're probably going to go on like four rides, four or five like kind of major. And if you don't Dude, know how to like play the game. We spent fucking hours there, my son and I, and we played two games of shooting and that was it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have that one uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear shooting game. Oh, yeah, that one's, that one's fun. Really you rack fun. up all the points and yeah. stuff. See, that, that's like next-level Disney shit. Because when I was a kid, they didn't really have, like, the VR kind of stuff. You know, we were riding around, like, teacups and, like, yeah. elephants <laughs> and shit, <laughs> shit like that. You know what I mean? So Disney's definitely up their game, man. Hey, if you invest in the stock market, just buy Disney because they basically own everything, man. I like, know. That <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> land is so legit. Oh, I that, haven't been that, there yet. Oh, the ride? The Star mm. Wars ride? Dude. It's sick. It's like six people and you're sitting in this little pod and each one has their own job. So there's like engineers, um, there's a driver and yeah, and you just get in it and like you have to like actually like push buttons and fire a harpoon and like (laughs) fix the ship when it's broken and like you're doing all this stuff. Dude, Dude, nerds everywhere right now are like, oh my God, Meg Zaney likes Star Wars. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> okay, so if you're a huge Star Wars fan, um, which one of the original is your, uh, you know, is your go-to one? Um, so I love A New Hope. Like mm, okay. every time mm-hmm. I watch it, I'm just like, yes! Like there's just so much we don't know through the eyes of the movie. Like <laughs> when you're just like, I'm so excited about it. Um, but I'm definitely uh, the dark side. Mm, okay, okay. So, so no Ewoks for you. No, they're cute, but you know, <laughs> just blast them all to hell. Okay, so what Sith Lord is your, uh, uh, you know, go-to guy? You know, I, I like the guy that has like the double, like, uh, you know, lightsaber. Basically, I don't know too much about Star Wars. No, but it's I, cool. I'm definitely like Darth Vader all the way. Mm. I, I your think... original, like the original series, oh, yeah. classic. Okay. I do. I love the original. I, you know, I really feel though that. And this is sort of like a slippery slope to like get into this whole debate, but I feel like they missed a really big opportunity at the end of um, a new hope. Wait, not a new hope. What was the Empire any, Strikes Back? Um, no, Jedi. with Kylo and Rey at the end when they when when Kylo was like, "Join me, let's let's do this fight together. We don't have to be evil." And she's like. No. Oh, this is we're talking about the newer one with the boy and the girl. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Um, I'm totally drawing a blank on like which which movie that was. I think but, it's number um, like, I don't know, man. I think it's number like six or something like that. I don't know. I'm the wrong person to ask. But I know what you're talking about. They have the square. But I just wish. <laughs> I feel like that could have been a whole new story and mm. another level to Star Wars. Like, what what the hell are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, do you? <laughs> Do you like all these spin off? Because now, I once I once Disney took over, I was like, oh man, now I don't know if I'm gonna keep on like following as much because there's so many movies coming out all the time. It's like one a year. It's like superhero movies, you know? You yeah. There's so many going on. It's like, did anybody watch like Solo, the Han Solo story? Like, I did. I did. Was, I was, was on good? a plane somewhere, but it was. I was totally cracking up. It was. They had a bunch of callbacks. It was funny. I, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that the next generation like. Um, of kids like uh, the Star Wars fanaticism is not as hot because there's so much like I don't know superheroes going on I mean have you heard that at all or is that I true to you? I no? haven't heard that but <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me I mean Star Wars is great but what are they doing with it where are they really going I don't know I don't see it yet um, you have a stormtrooper that you have a stencil of right well, no you're talking about a drone thing uh, uh, a little girl flying. A little girl flying off drone. Is that yeah. inspired? I feel like, I don't know. That's uh, that's how little I know about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You, any Star Wars inspired pieces? Yeah. There, no, so it's funny because there is guy. there is a hidden Death Star on that piece. Ah. Mm. Mm-hmm. My phone's dead. I'm going to have to go check right it out. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was like there was that piece um, from Empire Strikes Back that. Uh, 
I don't know. See, we're, we're the wrong people to ask, man. Well, dude, here's the thing. I, you know, <laughs> I hardly ever see Good. movies anymore. You know, having having twins. Uh, well, your wife makes them too. So flipping uh, houses and the wife, you know, and then production and everything. So, yeah, I'm. I, I just the very first Star Wars. Uh, that's one of the very very few. Let's see, one, two. There was E.T. and Star Wars. Yeah, that's about it. That's Did the you only watch those movies in theaters? that I saw in a theater with my mom and dad. Oh, okay, okay. Like, other than that, those are the only two movies. E.T. and e. Star e. Wars. E.T. and Star Wars. That was it. Other, other than that, it was either, like, you know, my dad or my brother or friends or something like that. Was it so, a phenomenon, like, back in the day, though? Like, when it came out, like... Yeah. Everyone yeah. lost Dude. their shit. When, 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 like, people found out that Luke was his father. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> the, um, the like the episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking <laughs> right now. It would shoot little little plastic things off of it. And uh, the, um, I don't know, the bad guys. Yeah, we had little things, little toys that we played with. Um, you know, up until I was, like, nine years old or so. Eight or nine. Do you buy your kids? Do they want Star Wars toys? I'm just curious. No. They, they don't. What, what are they into these days? Like, <laughs> Fortnite. YouTube. Fortnite. No, uh, seriously. Yeah. Here's what we've had to do. <laughs> uh, because the wife got them the Nintendo Switch so they could play. Oh, I have one of them. I played it once and then I just forgot about it. I, suppose, <sighs> anyways. I got over my video game thing in, in, in one summer because I played a bunch of video games over one summer when I was really young. And then I just got over it. And Was that Atari? Or <laughs> no, that's just, yeah. Actually, the last the 2500 that we had was Pong and Breakthrough. Pong Breakthrough. Well, no wonder why you were over it. That's not, you can't really, I mean, not it doesn't. To, yeah. You, do, you just break through. Meg, are you a gamer? <laughs> I so I'm a, a yeah a Mario Ka- Mario Kart Mario Kart nerd, okay. like mm. on the N64 like mm. original yeah, type yeah, yeah. shit like I will bring you down on like I mean yeah Rainbow Road. <laughs> you <laughs> are. I can just tell you that's a very confident look she's giving me. That's <laughs> yeah, you no know, doubt at all. It's kind of cool because Mario Kart is like one of those things that they they've uh, made it like better and better and better and better. Except but. for Rainbow Road though, I think it was Rainbow Road on the Switch fucking sucks <laughs> anyway the, well it, it, on the switch yeah, so my kids cool I, had to, I had to take it, my kids off like... the off the uh, switch during the week that's what we finally decided because especially my son because oh, no that's just like me when i was a kid man my parents would only let me play video games on saturday really yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's rough you know what's okay this is how fucked up growing up chinese is okay monday through friday you got to go to regular school right oh yeah oh, my saturday God. you got to go to chinese school sunday i got to go to sunday school you know what i mean so the only time we had <laughs> we had video games was saturday afternoon you know what that causes that causes you to binge like crazy you know what i mean like yeah. i only have five hours Dude, man. kids are making <laughs> kids are millionaires though from yeah. esports like are you kidding <sighs> and my so my uncle was telling my little cousin no like you're gonna play baseball because baseball can potentially get you a scholarship there's no scholarships for kids playing video games i'm like are you you're <laughs> lying like, right he could actually get more money for playing video games than he could not only that it's like yeah, um, that's why i have to be like i'm not gonna not let my kids play it at all because it could be a you know future career job. Yeah, especially I mean, for my son. Our producer Jay Britt, her some of her friends are like on the national U.S. team for like some game, man. They represent like the United States for like I don't know what game is it. League of I don't see I don't even yeah. know what that is that's some like some dragon. What is it? What game. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> League of Legends. Hey, look for me, whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> hey, look. I used to play video games, and then I discovered girls, and I just stopped playing video games, man. Like, it just, you know, I mean, like, but, I, I that, discovered... but now they play video games with girls, man. So it's like a completely different, like, oh, <laughs> God. playing, you know. They don't even hang out. They just, like, FaceTime each other, and they're on their, like, uh, uh, their know, headsets, headsets. They're all you know, battling I mean. each other, and, yeah, it's rad. I don't know. They're on the Matrix, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Kids growing up these days, they have so much more information that's being crammed into their head than when we were young. You know, yeah. and the same thing from when my dad was young. You know, it's just as time goes by, the more and more <clears throat> information gets crammed in there, and you know, you just got to wonder what kind of effect that's having. Yeah, I don't know. I heard like kids like they have to wear. Uh, most of the kids are like nearsighted these days because they're staring at their phones too much. Yeah, it's, my like, kids going are gonna be up, like, like that. 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because, like, you know, they were always telling us, like, don't play video games. But I think the TV wasn't actually that bad for you. Like, these phones, you're, like, staring at it, like, super close. It's yeah. Like, no, that's we cut them off at, at uh, like, 7 o'clock at night. Um, they have their own phones? Anything. No. Okay. No, they yeah. have little I, um, iPads. Okay. They watch YouTube on them. Um, but you, that stops, uh, well, they only have was maybe about half an hour or so. By the time they get home and um, get their homework done and play and eat and shower and everything, they, yeah. Then it's if that's before seven. Once seven o'clock hits, uh, all the electronics go off. All the up close things go off. But your kids aren't like teenagers yet, right? No, they're nine. Yeah, once they're teenagers, they're gonna kind of have. Oh to yeah, get... they're gonna be fucked up. <laughs> they're growing up in L.A., man. They're oh. fucked. Up. They're gonna be fucked up. You know? No, I, you know who knows? I'm, I'm prepared for everything. I'm hoping for the best. Um, but yeah, and uh, bringing them up here in LA, um, it, it, I think it has its good thing, good parts and bad parts because I don't want them to be too sheltered. You know, I don't want them to grow up in a little bitty town and not yeah. be aware of something like this, and then all of a sudden see it one day and then just be overwhelmed and, and oversensitized and, and have it take over them. So you know, I, I like having them aware of this, and I like having them around it to some extent, but um, you know. I would say, like, honestly, growing up in L.A., um, it, it is, like, rougher than, like, growing up in other... People are, like, not as nice, like, in, like, larger cities than, like, smaller Well, in this towns, city you know? in particular, because it's a, a city that is based on an industry that is derived from illusions. That's, and that's interesting. You know, with, and uh, false hopes and, you know, people coming here and, and with all these hopes and it not happening and getting stuck here and then angry. And it's just a lot of anger, too. Mm, that's true. That's true. That's I, it's so cool that I didn't know Meg. You're from like LA County area, basically. You know, just yeah. like me. So I totally get you a little bit more, <laughs> more <laughs> now. You know, and you know, it's like she's attractive and she's actually genuine and nice too. That's like Dude, another very thing about, rare uh, if you're about not... Meg is she's also <laughs> like um, she was helping organize um, artists at this area on Melrose uh, Avenue. We always called it the Fame Yard. It's actually a, a a parking lot right across from Fairfax High School hmm. on Melrose Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, she basically kind of took over uh, helping to curate that uh, that area, you know, because you have a lot of artists come in and they want to get pieces up in that in that parking lot. Um, and, you know, she kind of took that over at one point. And so she's, she's one of the hardest working, um, you know, artists in this community. So Definitely. I, I, and, you know, I see her get up all the time, man. That's why... It's such an honor to have you in today, and uh, I'm going to take you up on going to the Arsenic House to party. Man. Yeah, do it. I'm always. I'm do you always have any in. any projects coming up? Anything you can plug? Yeah. Um, well, you and I are going to be live painting at uh, when? Yeah, September yeah. 16th. Okay. Um, there is a show above ground. Above ground, Dave Navarro and Life After Death at the yeah. Fonda at the Fonda Theater. Yeah, they're putting on a charity show that all proceeds will be donated to mental, mental health. health. And uh, it'll be me, you, Plastic Jesus, and Vile live painting. And then it's cool mm-hmm. because um, they're doing, they're playing two albums oh, in yeah. their entirety. They're playing Ziggy Stardust and they're playing um, something from the Stooges. So in between those two albums, then they'll actually auction off our pieces that we created in front wow, of everyone. Wow, I bet you there's going to be so many celebrities there, man. Or it's going like, to be ridiculous. Yeah. I think there's be. still I mean, tickets. Dave Navarro, I love this guy. He is he is just like the one of the coolest uh, people I've ever met. Most you know? down-to-earth Forget human it. beings. They're Forget funny. about being a celebrity Solid. or a rock star, rock legend, and all that shit. And you know what, let's like, talk about is we always kind of like, he does. he's so prolific, man. We actually like talk about him quite his work quite a bit like he has new stuff going on well I like and he's his... he's also responsible for bringing the show together above ground you know i mean he's, yeah. he's getting all of his him buddies and billy to come morrison in. Yeah. are yeah. are putting the whole thing on yeah billy idol coming in i mean holy shit man this is gonna be great i like his uh um i like his uh the stars that he did actually oh, on, yeah. in new york yeah because like and he just invited uh people to put their name in there's a bunch of like you know taggers that are just like oh, I'm, I'm, I gotta put my name <laughs> you know somebody's like ah oh, there it is there it is I see <laughs> it's kind of funny to me because it's like hey that's like the street man you, you know yeah. what I mean yeah like, you, you do something and it sparks something else and then yeah, uh, all of a sudden you have it. bam you have a collaboration dude and you know that's kind of like what we're trying to do at LA Strayer Gallery man it's so like many artists 
um, coming in and out all the time. And we just wanted to come and kind of have a conversation. You know, we see everybody's art and we're just like, okay, that's cool. You know what I mean? But it would be cool to put a personality to the art. Give them a different platform. Yeah, you you can follow the the artist and not just the visual aspect of it, you know. Speaking of what's your Instagram, just so everyone knows. Meg Zaney. Just like it sounds. M-E-G-Z-A-N-Y. Exactly. And pretty much we've been on an hour today, man. So um, I'm sure, you know, you'd love to sit and just talk to Meg all day. But we do have another guest coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that goes without saying. Well, yeah. Well, pretty much that's it, man. Um, Above ground Dude, I got to tell you, between her and Britt, I mean, Britt is... Easy on the eyes too. Definitely, definitely. To too. You know, Brits are Brits are a, a producer today, and she's our social media coordinator for LHR Gallery, and she's written articles for us. So she's she's been there helping us for such a long time, and uh, we really appreciate it. It's part of the family. Definitely. So if you want to help out in LHR Gallery too, just hit us up. We have a bunch of great guests coming in. Um, leave us hit, a review too. Leave us a review on iTunes, Paint the Town Podcast, Google that shit. And uh, pretty much that's it. Thank you guys very much. Love you guys. Thanks again. Thanks. Thanks Love you guys. Thanks for having me. Bye. Peace. And in